Hi, this is Gaurav from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, July 26th, and the top stories of the day are the Supreme Court today issued notices to the center as well as to the states that have not complied with its 2018 judgment in which it laid down guidelines to prevent mob lynching, reported Bar and Bench. A bench comprising Chief Justice of India Ranjan Gogoi and Justice Deepak Gupta issued the notices after going through a petition filed by the Anti-Corruption Council of India Trust. On July 17, 2018, the top court had said that there was no place for mobocracy in society. At the same time, the court had also ordered the appointment of nodal police officers in all districts, efficient patrolling in areas where there was possibility of such incidents, and the completion of trials in lynching cases within six months. The judges had also added, and I quote. no citizen can take law into his hands nor become law unto himself close quote the court's decision to issue notices to the governments comes just 2 days after a group of filmmakers activists and academics wrote to prime minister narendra modi about the quote unquote number of tragic events in recent times the intellectuals complained that the jai shri ram slogan had become a provocative war cry and cited it as the reason for numerous lynchings across the country the issue of mob lynching seems to have indian public figures divided On Friday, ANI reported that a group of 62 actors, academics, filmmakers and authors including Vivek Agnihotri, Kangana Ranaut, Madhur Bhandarkar and Rajya Sabha MP Sonal Mansingh wrote to PM Modi expressing concerns over a false narrative and selective outrage by another group of intellectuals. The letter reads and I quote An open letter which has been published on July 23, 2019 and addressed to Prime Minister Sri Narendra Modi has astonished us. 49 self-styled guardians and conscience keepers of the nation have expressed selective concern and demonstrated a clear political bias and motive. Close quote. It further said, and I quote, to us the undersigned, this document of selective outrage comes across as an attempt to foist a false narrative to negatively portray Prime Minister Modi's untiring efforts. The signatories of the open letter have in the past kept silent when tribals and the marginalized have become victims of Naxal terror. They have kept silent when separatists have issued diktats to burn schools in Kashmir. They have kept silent when the demand for dismembering India were made. Close quote. According to ANI, actor Kangana Ranaut said that some people were misusing their position to generate a false narrative that everything seemed to be going wrong under the current government. She said, and I quote Whereas for the first time things are going in the right direction we are a part of a major shift things are changing for the betterment of the nation and a few people are rattled by this close quote earlier on tuesday 49 people including historian ramchandra guha and filmmaker aparna sen had written an open letter to pm modi expressing concern over the rising number of mob lynchings taking place across the country the letter read and i quote We are shocked to learn from the National Crime Records Bureau reports that there have been no less than 840 instances of atrocities against Dalits in the year 2016 and a definite decline in the percentage of convictions. Close quote. While we're on the topic of the film fraternity, here's a friendly reminder to go ahead and buy your tickets for the Media Rumble 2019, which will be taking place at the India Habitat Center in New Delhi on August 2nd and 3rd. Apart from attending various panel discussions on the current media landscape, you can also catch up with 5 to 6 films that will be screened exclusively during the event and also get a chance to meet and hang out with all of us from News Laundry. We'll be present at the venue on both days, so please do come say hi if and when you see us around. For more details, log on to www.themediarumble.com and check out the list of speakers that we have lined up for this year. We promise you you won't be let down. 
The row over Samajwadi Party lawmaker Azam Khan's sexist remark in the Lok Sabha further escalated today when lawmakers from most opposition and ruling parties demanded action against the Motamouth politician, who was described by some as a serial offender. The call on how to proceed against Khan will be taken by Speaker Om Birla, who announced that he would call a meeting of leaders of political parties to discuss the episode before arriving at a decision. Union Minister Smriti Irani said, and I quote, Let us not reduce this to a problem of just women. This is a blot on all legislators, including men. You cannot misbehave with a woman and get away with it just by dramatizing it. We cannot remain silent spectators. Close quote. She was backed by Law Minister Ravi Shankar Prasad, who demanded that Azam Khan apologize or face suspension. Although Trinamool Congress lawmaker Mimi Chakrabarti didn't recommend any specific action against Khan, she pointed out that nobody could stand in parliament and tell a woman to, quote-unquote, look into my eyes and talk. She said, and I quote, Speaker, sir, all women here are expecting something big from you on this. Close quote. Earlier on Thursday, as the Lok Sabha was debating the triple talaq bill, Azam Khan told Deputy Speaker Rama Devi that he wanted to keep gazing at her lovingly after she had just ordered him to look towards her as a mark of respect while addressing the House. The Mumbai police yesterday made public 26-year-old Payal Tadvi's suicide note, which states that three medical students at Mumbai's BYL Nair Hospital had mentally harassed, humiliated and ill-treated her, driving her to take her own life. The three-page note, which is part of a 1,200-page charge sheet submitted by the Mumbai police, names Hema Ahuja, Bhakti Mehare and Ankita Khandelwal as being responsible for her suicide, reported Hindustan Times. In the suicide note addressed to her mother and father, Tadvi says that she found no support in her department and no way out of the harassment. The note reads, and I quote, I step into this college hoping I will get to learn under such a good institute. But people started showing their colours. Initially, me and Snehal didn't come forward and say anything to anyone. The torture continued to the level that I could not bear. I complained against them, but it showed no result. Close quote. Tadvi's note went on to add, and I quote, I have lost my professional life, personal life, everything because it has been declared by them that they will not let me learn anything until they are here in Nair. Close quote. Tadvi, who belonged to the marginalized Tadvi Bhil community, committed suicide on May 22nd after months of alleged caste-based discrimination. Her death sent shockwaves through India's medical fraternity and SCST communities as well. The Bombay High Court will now hear the bail plea of the three accused on July 30th. The trio is currently facing charges of abatement of suicide under the SCST Prevention of Atrocities Act. A disturbing video of a six-year-old tigress being relentlessly beaten to death with sticks by villagers in Uttar Pradesh's Maitana village has caused widespread outrage. According to NDTV, the incident took place under a protected zone of the Pilibit Tiger Reserve, about 240 kilometers from Lucknow. The mobile video, shot by a resident of the village on Wednesday afternoon, also has background commentary by a witness who says they are assaulting the tigress because she had attacked and injured a villager the very same morning. The tigress died of broken ribs and multiple injuries to her body and was cremated a day after the post-mortem was conducted. Local forest officials have registered an FIR against 31 villagers for the incident and four people have been arrested so far. According to news agency IANS, the Pilibit District and Pilibit Tiger Reserve have witnessed deaths of as many as 16 tigers and three leopards within the jungle and its surroundings since 2012. A man fatally shot his father, brother and two others during a 12-hour rampage in Los Angeles's San Fernando Valley on Thursday, reported The Guardian. The suspect, identified as 26-year-old Gary Dean Zaragoza, 
eluded an intense manhunt until plain clothes officers arrested him soon after he gunned down a city bus passenger. According to the report, authorities said that Zaragoza had first killed his father and brother and then wounded his mother at an apartment complex in the Kanago Park area. He is also suspected of shooting two people at a gas station in North Hollywood, killing a woman believed to be an acquaintance and critically wounding a man. Lastly, he has also been linked to an attempted robbery outside a bank. The victim in this case was not hurt and nothing was taken, said the police. Authorities said that they didn't know what motivated Zaragoza to go on this rampage. Captain William Hayes said, and I quote, It is obviously an individual that went on a violent spree. We knew he was a danger to the community. Close quote. Police have also recovered a firearm during the arrest. Before I take your leave, here are some things that went up on the News Laundry website that you do not want to miss out on. The first is this week's action-packed episode of Reporters Without Orders, hosted by our very own Cherry Agarwal. The panel included Scroll.in's news editor for Jammu and Kashmir and the Northeast, Ipsita Chakravarti, along with Ayush and myself. We discuss everything from Assam's National Register of Citizens to a very funny case in the Bombay High Court, wherein a petitioner approached the court seeking to ban the phrase, quote-unquote, Alibag se aya hai kya? Also, dear subscribers, we here at News Laundry have worked hard to create and format podcasts that resonate with you. The stories we execute are funded by you and we want to keep bringing you top-notch ground reports and deep-dive media stories that set the bar high above the rest. So please, do subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. It encourages reporters like me to know that there are people out there who value independence in media and don't mind shelling out a couple of hundred rupees in exchange for quality journalism. Also, don't miss out on Ayush's latest report on Open Magazine's fascination with Prime Minister Narendra Modi, in which he brings to light how Modi featured on the covers of 10 out of 29 Open issues in 2019 itself. Well, that's all the news we have for you today, folks. Have a good night or a great day, depending on where you're listening to us from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.